We make it a habit in our pastoral marriage counseling sessions to stress that there should be no secrets between a couple before their wedding day, or wedding night, for that matter. All the truth should out. No surprises, no gotcha moments. This is not bait and switch car sales. This is a marriage. Imagine getting married and learning that your spouse has warrants out for their arrest, or an STD, or is impotent, or has a dark sexual past. Well, guess what? All of those have happened. We need to stress. You need a period of discovery. You need to get to know one another. And you need to do it before you fall head over heels and on your brain. The pre-Eros era is crucial. And in it, you need to make sure that you're carefully working to get to know one another before the nuptials take place. James chapter 5, verse 16. Therefore, Confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Welcome to No Man's Land, the reform man's guide to Christian dating. I learned that she knows how to sew. Oh. She sewed her own wedding dress. And I have a vivid memory of her making her wedding dress on her living room floor three months after we began dating. (laughs) Are you certain that it was the wedding dress? She swears it was a different dress. It was a, a ballroom gown that she was going to wear to my, one of my military balls. But was so it white? It was white. So, <laughs> well, there it is. That's what I think. I, I, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, I. You know, one of my friends told me that I would never want to date her because she's a ditz. That's what he said. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> she resents to this day, and I thought, well, I don't really care about that. <laughs> But honestly, she's not a dis. She is much smarter than me. And, and uh, we proved that by comparing ACT scores, which is <laughs> another thing that we discovered while dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, more to the point of our podcast, I did discover that she was a believer. She read mm-hmm. her Bible. She prayed. She attended church. Mm-hmm, came mm-hmm. from a somewhat of a Christian family. Her mom uh, brought her to church. Well, that counts. Throughout her own chi- her childhood. So. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, a lot of good things. A lot of good things. I'm sure you discovered a few things as well. Yeah, uh, I discovered that my wife was a dancer. That was cool. Really? We. Yep. I'm guessing to... hip hop, right? <laughs> well, so her, you know, she's Latin American. Latinx. And, and so we went to. I can't remember what it was. Uh, some kind of dance that was at a campus ministry thing after we started dating. And they had a salsa dance competition oh my, while we were I there. I cannot imagine how awkward that was for you. And we destroyed it. Are we you? owned that competition. You do not seem like a salsa dancer. Hey, <laughs> I find that hurtful. <laughs> it was good, though. Like, it worked out. She's, she's a great dancer. I learned that about her. Um, I learned that she is probably the most introverted person you will ever meet on your entire, in your entire life. But she sucks it up when she has to. But you're super extroverted, so that works out well. It makes up. It makes up for it. You know, we're able to kind of balance one another out a little bit. It's good. I've become more of a homebody, and she's become more outgoing since we've been married. Yeah, that's true. So it's good. I notice uh, often when the two of you get together, you get a little wound up, and and she gives you the kind of the tap on the knee (laughs) under the table. Time to settle down, honey. Time to calm down. Let's calm down. I'm going to need you at about an eight. (laughs) You're at a 10 right now. I'm going to need you at about an eight. It's an accurate description. Yeah, we learned a lot of things about each other. That's awesome. But hey, here's the the real question. Mm. And that's things you wish you would have known. Oh. Before you said I do. That's a question only for you. <laughs> you don't have to answer that one. It's a trap. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Um, things I wish I would have known. Just how awesome she truly is. How phenomenal. Exactly. Her sandwiches taste. There you go. <laughs> too far. Too far. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. She's a great cook, though. That's she does sure. great. Both she our wives does, are great cooks. She does a great job. It's a phenomenal thing. Have you heard some horror stories? Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, you're a pastor, so <laughs> you are a database. The, the, ones that I, stories. the ones that I know can't be shared. <laughs> they mine, are rough. Mine They're neither. Rough. But if there's ever a time when I'm not on air and someone would like to be scared straight. <laughs> remember that old uh, uh, talk show, I guess, or Ricky Lake or... Or Jerry Springer would have some uh, ex-cons or military um, drill sergeants come on the show and scare the little kids, oh, you know, the little rebellious kids, scream at them, scare them straight. It was called beginning. It was. Called I do scare remember straight. that. I think that was Jerry Springer. Yeah. No, yeah, it was. And the little he'd come out with the flat build hat and everything, and just like yell at kids. Like I could do that for people who try to date and get married without a period of time of discovery mm. and discussion. Mm. I could tell you horror stories. I could scare you straight. 100%. Oh, sure. yes. Oh, yes. Look, here's a reminder of what we're proposing in this series of podcasts. And it's that singles come out from among the world and be ye separate, mm. saith the Lord. Mm. We need an organ in that little podcast. Uh, oh, I do. I, I got to load there. that in at some point. Sometimes we'll have to get that. But <laughs> singles should not follow the world, but should, if they're considering marriage to one another, take a little time mm. to Christian date. Mm. to discover one another mm. relationally. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. relationally. Time of discovery, time of discussion, to get to know one another, yeah, have a conversation. if there's an equal yokage. And the important part is this, this is before the romance starts. Oh, This is before the eros. This exactly. is before you're waking up any of that stuff. Pre-eros era. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get to know each other apart from that. Absolutely, because as we say on this show often, when you fall head over heels... You hit your brain. Mm. And we're trying Amen. to help young men Amen. because we're doing unto others as we wish someone would have done for us. <laughs> trying to help young men make it from single to married with their testimony intact. Mm. Amen. And their testicles. Welcome to another episode of No Man's Land, a reformed man's guide to Christian dating. We want to see you make it from one side to the other in the Christian dating sphere with your testimony and your man parts intact. And have a little fun. While we do it, <laughs> because honestly, neither of us get paid for this. <laughs> Not yet. Maybe we'll start a Patreon. Man. Maybe this will become famous. And that, we can... would, that would require some form of a miracle. I'm, I'm <laughs> it could happen. So in this episode, what are we doing? What are we doing this episode? Probably not. Well, so we need to talk about what, if we are to have a time of discussion, right? Mm-hmm. What are we discussing? Yeah, what are we uh, what are we talking about? What are we trying to discover? What are we trying to learn about the other person? Maybe we're going to try and lay out a framework for people today absolutely, and say, absolutely. "Hey, here's the gist. Here's where we're going. Here's what we want to learn about one another right, in right, this time. Right, right. In this time." And hey, just to throw out a few qualifiers, we're not trying to be legalistic here. Not trying to add to the Bible. Mm. Trying to give just a a thoughtful system, a structure. You might have known the person since your childhood, and so the time of discovery might be a little shorter. For others, it might be longer. Because right, you grew there, up with them. Yeah, and there's other ways to get married. If you if you study the scriptures, there's other ways in which people go from single to married successfully. Mm-hmm. You can do the arranged marriage. 
You can do the virgin uh, bridal price of Exodus <laughs> chapter 16, I, I believe. No, Exodus 22. I mean, there's a lot of different ways, biblically speaking, but we think this is a general, typical right. pattern. Right. Take a little time. To get, get to know each other. Yeah, that makes sense, right? right. A pre-Eros era, though. Don't let a romance mm-hmm. guard your heart, as they said when I was a kid. Guard your heart. Oh, guard man, heart. I forgot guard about that. That's right. <laughs> So, so let's jump into this. What sort of things do you want to discover? Maybe, uh, hey, young man out there, young lady, if you're thinking about dating, make a list. Mm-hmm. This is what you need to find out. On your next uh, date, you'll have something to talk about. Right. You want to know some things about character. That's right out of the gate. Now, it seems like that's a little... How do you have questions to learn a person's character? Well, you're going to have to... Uh, it seems like that's a time thing. Yeah, maybe that's not questions. And, and obviously, we're not encouraging... <laughs> reformed young men to go on dates uh, like uh, machine gun questioners. <laughs> we reformed men should not be weird. <laughs> right? We have enough of that in this world. Mm. So we how many relationships? We don't need some red pilled, <laughs> you know, question machine gun. How many children do you want to have? Here's mm. a 12 page application as we begin our date. No, but you can get to know someone's character by, a lot of things. You can just ask them, hey, how was work? You know, mm-hmm. what, what sort of work do you do? What sort of work do you want to do? Like, do you have a career? Do you have a trade? Mm. What are you into? You, these are natural questions. Mm-hmm. You know, who, uh, what do you do? And who was your daddy? Th- these are natural questions. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That way you can find out, are they hardworking? Can they be a provider? If it's a man, right? Mm. Do they love uh, domestic duties? Because they're going to be called to that to some extent if they're a, a young lady. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, do they love to cook? Do they love children? Mm-hmm. want to know a little bit about their character. Do they have a good relationship with their parents? Are they an angry person prone to mm. decorating walls with people's faces? <laughs> right. Are they sour, miserable to be around? <laughs> have they been faithful to a church? Absolutely. Have they been a member, covenant, for a long time? Do they even know what that means? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are they a church hopper, church shopper? Mm-hmm. Perpetual covenant breaker. Because that ain't going to work. No. Because if you break covenant in one area of life, you're going to break it in others. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can they keep a job? Does Mm. their boss love them or hate them? Do they show up on time? You know, you want to know character. Are they courageous or cowardly? Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get some uh, references. Get to know their folks. Get to know their friends. Right? (laughs) It does sound like an application. (laughs) It does. Fill out some references. Let me see your past employment history. That's right. I think an application (laughs) is just a way, it's just a way that companies might do this quickly. Just Mm. point blank questions. But they're of course not the developing companionship. You're doing all of this simultaneously with developing companionship, Mm. a friendship that can last even if you don't go on to marriage, Mm. they're Mm. still your brother Mm. or sister in Christ. And so it won't hurt developing a friendship. Right. Right. Unless, of course, you fall head over heels and then you don't get married. Well, then it gets awkward and someone has to leave the church. Mm, yep. That's what we're trying to avoid here. That's right. That's right. What are some other things we want to know? Um, are they out front well? Can they be leaders? Hmm. Can they... Um, if it's a man, especially. Well, yeah, obviously. Right. Is he an initiator? Mm-hmm. What about, um, what about a, a, for a potential wife? Yeah. How well does she work with kids? Absolutely. Does she want to have kids? Does she love kids? Does she have a strong maternal instinct? Yep. Does she she have a good relationship with her father? Mm, And these aren't absolute questions. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I can think of quite a few biblical characters that didn't have great relationships with their their fathers, but turned out to be godly women. But these are just general truisms, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? What about finances? You want to find out things about finances? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you don't want to be married and find out, oh, they are a million dollars in debt to the IRS. <laughs> I just married someone that's about to go to prison. That would be important to find out prenuptials. Right. That would be important. You want to know money. And of course, when you do get married, you're mm-hmm. giving away some independence. You are going to get joint bank accounts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. I would want to know well, what do they feel about debt? Mm-hmm. And if they love debt, then I'd buy them some books and cram them down their throat. <laughs> Begin the discipleship <laughs> help, program. Help them learn a little bit. That's right. Or help it, bring them along. Yeah. And I mean, they might be super excited. They might be coming along and, and though they don't have a great financial past, they might have a great financial trajectory. And so mm-hmm. you're asking all these questions and thinking about all these various things, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. want to know, do they have a gambling addiction? I dated a girl with a gambling addiction. Really? Yeah. Found out a little late. Oh snap. It didn't work out. Oh my God. So how did you find out? Um, Y'all went someone to the told me. Someone oh, told okay. Me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like you went to a gas station and she bought 45 scratch offs. She also had a secret um, addiction to going to clubs and randomly kissing dudes. Oh, that sounds, that sounds like a deal breaker. Just kissing. <laughs> it's fine. It's just kissing. No problems. Yikes. <laughs> Man, that's amazing. That was the iceberg that the Lord <laughs> saved me from. Of course, my mom had told me already, but... Mm. Yeah, who listens to their mom, right? (laughs) Honor your father and mother that you may live long in the land. Yep, yep. Hopefully folks can learn from our stupid examples. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully so. Well, of course, you know, obviously you want to know if they're eligible for marriage, right? Mm. That's something you're going to have to discover. That's true. That's true. Can't marry your cousin. (laughs) (laughs) You got me on that one. (laughs) (laughs) One time. No, I can't tell that story. I'll just say I'm from North Louisiana. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they might listen. <laughs> yeah, it can't be an adopted sister, right? It can't be mm. quite a few family members according to biblical law mm. or else you commit incest, which is an abomination. Mm. Mm. Can't have been illegitimately divorced because if they're illegitimately divorced and they remarry, that is adultery, mm. says That's right. Jesus. That's says right. Jesus. That's right. That's right. So you want to know a little bit about their past and whether or not they're eligible for marriage. Have they even leaved if they plan on cleaving? You can't cleave unless you leave. See, that's an important one to talk about because mm-hmm. that's a lot of people don't think about that. You got to you got to leave. You got to leave in order to form a new household. Yeah, you got to leave the old. Yeah, the dude can't still be latched on to mommy. Right, hundred percent. Right, hundred percent. Thirty-four year old breastfeeding. <laughs> That ain't going to work. It's unnatural. That ain't going to, that ain't going to be a thing. It can't be. If his mommy and his daddy are paying his bills and then we organizing his life and waking him up to go to work in the morning and doing He's not laundry ready. and frying his eggs. That dude's not ready. No, no. That dude's not ready. He hasn't proven himself yet. That's he hasn't. It's not possible. He can't start a household if he's still in one. Imagine getting home from your honeymoon and moving in with the in-laws. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I suppose I don't want to be hard on people. I know there are situations where it's inevitable and there's just nothing you can do about it Mm. for various reasons. Or maybe it's strategic for a month or two as you're finishing the construction of your dream home or whatever it might be. There's reasons to move in with the in-laws, but Mm. it's not ideal, right? No, no. It's not (laughs) ideal. For obvious reasons. Right. (laughs) Can they provide? Do they have a career? Have they proven themselves the ability to provide? Do they have a trade? Mm-hmm. Do they have a good trajectory? Mm-hmm. 
Are they 28 years old and just now getting around to thinking about what they're going to do with their life? Mm. Do they have a calling, a vocation from the Lord? Are they conscious of it? Mm. Are they talking to a multitude of counselors to get direction? Do they have some older men in their life and in their church that are steering them in a good direction Mm. so that they can become godly, mature men in the future? You know, we have to say this. This is a very important thing because you you really could be too hard on young men and young ladies. Right. Marriage right. is designed by God to sanctify us. Amen. And so you can't compare an unmarried man to a 20-year married man, mm-hmm. faithful, godly man, because marriage is sanctifying. Mm-hmm. Nothing like a wife and children to get you into gear. Right. And so you can't make an apples for apples comparison. Right. But what you can say is, is his feet on the path to maturity? Right. Does he want to be mature? Is he? In, does he have a good trajectory? Does That's he, what you're really looking is for. Is he heading in a direction? That's yeah, right. Yeah, and of That's course right. he might have some sin. We're not asking for him to be purpose, perfect, but is there a repentance? Mm. Has there been confession, openness, transparency? Is he working? Mm. You know, is he engaged in the spiritual disciplines? Amen. Amen. You want to know their worldview, their theology. Of course we insist that they be post-millennial, theonomic. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, say the third one. Pedo Baptist. <laughs> I saw you loading it in your brain. Actually, I think I was uh, I was forgetting. I was forgetting what the third one was. <laughs> I was I was, actually, I was trying to actually remember what it was. And there's others, right? You know, of course we can we can bend on a few things. I'm I jest, of course. I jest. We don't mind someone who's ignorant of eschatology. <laughs> we can always fill in the gaps, right? So we just lost half of our audience. That's right. Three quarters of 12 people. But you do oh, want to know, all, all kidding aside, you do want to know their worldview. Do they right. have a Marxist worldview, a pantheistic worldview? Do they have a Christian worldview? Mm-hmm. You know, do they vote Democrat? Mm. Are they a cultural Marxist? Mm. Mm-hmm. Are they a socialist? Do they love paying taxes and, and go to bed dreaming of the IRS? You want to know their worldview. Right. Because you're about to join up in a household with this particular person. Right. And that's going to create future conflicts. Oh, my. It yes. has to do with not being, only conflicts, but it's going to draw the hearts of your children away from God. It has to do with being equally yoked. I, I've found that that statement, the more that I do study into that, the more that I learned that equally yoked means far more than just, are they a Christian? The dumb treatment that we give it today. It means, can you pull together? Yes. Can you go the same direction together? Or are you going to plow crooked? You're going to plow straight or you're going to plow crooked? Can you, can you line up next to one another, shoulder something, and move in the same direction? Absolutely. That's, that's a big deal, and we don't think about that. And we don't think about it in categories of worldview or theology mm-hmm. or the trajectory of human history or any of those things, and we need to. Absolutely. If you're going to pull strong in the same direction, you need to line up on a lot of these issues. And, yeah, and or at the very least, be, be teachable. Yeah, they don't have to be super strong. They just need to be going straight. They just need to be going in the right direction. This is a worldview. This is not necessarily that they put everything in a perfect practice. Mm-hmm. you got to have mm-hmm. grace for all of this. Right. But you right. want to know, are they a Calvinist? Do they have proper theology? Do they hold to sola scriptura? Mm-hmm. What hermeneutic do they have? Mm-hmm. Do they believe in the Sabbath and, and in tithing? Is that going to make a difference to your family calendar and your family portfolio and your family budget, all of these things you've got to work out. You can also see how if you let romance take over, you won't care about any of that. That's right. We'll work it out later. Everything's going to be fine. We're in love. We're in love and we're going to get through this together. Right. And, um, you know, someone might be listening to this and think, well, I'll never find anyone 
that matches up with all these things. Hey, they don't have to match up with everything perfectly. It's all mm-hmm. about trajectory, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And you're and you're going to have to take some of the you know some some bones with the meat. You know that's right. that's going to have to right. happen to some extent. But you'd at least need to know what you're dealing with, right? Amen. You want to know what sort of customs and culture do they have as a family? Mm-hmm. Have they grown up in a family that despises the celebration of Christmas and Easter? Mm-hmm. Right. That's going to be hard, right? Right. It's going to be a big deal. Yeah. What sort of customs do they have? How do they interact with their family? Do their does their family insist that they have dinner with them three times a week? Right. What what sort of customs are we dealing with here? You want to right. know? Um, right. We can keep going. Sexual health. Are they marriage material, or do they have a, a deadly STD? Right. You have to have. You have to that know would disqualify. This. Yes. That would shut everything down. Ask a pastor how important it is to know these things before you say I do. Mm-hmm. That's why you want to just as a, a plug, you want to make sure you get marriage counseling before with mm-hmm. someone who is experienced in that and has a list of hard questions mm-hmm. that will be asked of the person so that they have to answer. Right. Yes. Are yes. you impotent or mm-hmm. can you perform? Mm-hmm. Can you, mm-hmm. um, uh, what's the word? Just slipped my mind right now. Can you conjugate the verb? Does it work? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the simple statement. Consummate, yeah. consummate, consummate the, the marriage. Conjugate the verb. I'm putting that in the preloaded sound effect. Can, Can you, you conjugate? Please do. Please do. Yeah, you need to know these things, right? You need to know these things. These days, more than ever, you need to ask these questions. Are there any past sins that make them ineligible for marriage, like yep. uh, untried murder? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You need to do all of these things. If there's no time for discussion and discovery, some very important things could be missed, which will perhaps doom the marriage. Yeah. And we both know of marriages that have ended up like this. Absolutely. So take a little time, guys. Take a little time and do all of this before sexual arousal. As Solomon says, do not arouse sexual desire before Mm -hmm. the appropriate time, Mm -hmm. before romantic feelings, and especially before engagement. Amen. Right? Amen. That's good. Yep. Well, guys, thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of No Man's Land, the Reformed Man's Guide to Christian Dating. We hope you join us for all of our other episodes that you can find anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And until next time, thank you for listening.